0: Good day and welcome to Clayton Today. I'm Rod Earnshaw and in this series we're looking at how to do church. Our topic for discussion in this episode is world mission. John Wesley famously said, the world is my parish. 250 years later we need to ask, have we really understood him? What is the local church's role in world mission? To guide us again in our discussion is Jonathan Pryke, Executive Minister at Jesmond Parish Church in the UK. Okay Jonathan, good to have you with us. Hi Rod, great to be back again. No, very good. Uh, John, I thought today we might just jump straight in and just ask what uh, does the Bible say about World Mission?
1: What, what John Wesley said there about the, the the whole world being his parish in a sense kind of sums up the the, the key thing which is that the, the, the whole church is called to take the gospel to the world. The risen Jesus you may remember came and, and stood amongst the disciples and uh, he said to them, he said to them as, as the Father sent me I am sending you and then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. So mission is all about being sent by Jesus. It's being sent in the way that Jesus himself was sent. So he laid down his life out of love for the world. Uh, we are to go to all the world. So Jesus later on said to the disciples, go and make disciples of all nations. So we go to go right throughout the world with the gospel. And then a bit later on again, at the beginning of Acts, uh, Jesus said to the disciples, wait, wait in Jerusalem, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and you will be my uh, witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So in our terms, it's, it's like mission, our, our witness is supposed to be uh, throughout the world to the end of the world, but also, if you like, local, regional, and national, so right in every, in every sort of phase of our of our now life. I don't
0: want to go into great detail on this question but I thought it might be useful just briefly at this point to maybe answer one objection and that is what would you say to people who would say well that sounds a lot like cultural imperialism just going around and, and taking our western
1: cultural values and, and religion and, and just stomping it down everywhere, how do you respond to that? Well a lot of, lot of people have said that and it, actually I think there's, a, there's, a, there's a, almost a, a, an even greater danger, there, there, obviously there are sensitivities and there are difficulties over cultural issues and they do have to be addressed but in a way, there's a, kind of, there's a real danger of, a, of, a sort of, uh, of getting so hung up on what you might call sort of post-colonial guilt that actually we stop obeying the command of Jesus, which is to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. And the, the, the really crucial thing to remember is that what it is that we're taking, we're taking Jesus, we're not taking our culture. And uh, it's true that we shouldn't be seeking to impose our culture. I mean, things have changed so radically now anyway that um, you know, that kind of cultural exchange is is much more mutual than it used to be. I mean, you, you're a classic example of that. You, you are here as a as sort of overseas missionary all the way from Oz to England. I do hope that you're not going to try and impose your Aussie culture on us, on us here.
0: I'll certainly <laughs> hope we'll be winning the cricket uh, when it comes to that. But uh, let's move swiftly on, Jonathan, if you might um, uh, I guess the, the other question that comes on from what we've just been saying is if it's uh, so clear that we need to be taking the mission into all the world, uh,
1: how do we go about doing that? Uh, we need to understand that the whole the, the nature of, of, of world mission has changed really radically. Mm-hmm. So people people tend to think of world mission as being uh, you know, there's there's us Christians over here, there's the, the pagan world over there, there are missionary societies here, and the missionary societies send these special people called missionaries to the pagan world, the other side of the other side of the oceans. And our role as the local church is to in a, in a sense, pay them to do our mission for us, or give them money so they can do the mission. And, and really, so, so our, our relationship to that is, is very, very arm's length. Mm-hmm. But things have changed radically.
0: Maybe it might be worth spilling that out. How have things changed? What, what are the things that have changed about that situation?
1: The mission is not just about them doing it, mm-hmm. it's about us doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not just about there, it's here as well. And it, and it has really to be personal in the end. And if it's all sort of arm's length, we miss out on some really crucial aspects of what mission is all about.
0: Uh, so you're talking about a fairly radical change in the way that things have happened. What is the new way that, that things have done? How, how can we well, make think, that personal? I think there
1: are, uh, well, we, could, we do that by developing relationships. Now, that, the reason that that's become possible is because of two really major shifts that have taken place over the last few years. One is to do with, with travel and communications, and the other is, is to do with the, the way that the whole church has shifted. The world church has changed radically, and whereas there used to be, if you like, the sort of Western church, and vast tracts of the world that didn't have, didn't have churches, mm-hmm. uh, nowadays, basically, the church is pretty well everywhere. Obviously, it's not absolutely everywhere, and there are still unreached areas, certainly. But the, but the church is all over the world. So mission is kind of from everywhere to everywhere now, as, as uh, is, is one way that people put it. Um, so that's really important. And travel is, is the other aspect, which again, we, we kind of take for granted, but we, it's easy to forget how completely transformatory that has been. Can I give you an example mm, of that? yeah no,
0: please, yes. The,
1: um, there's, a, there's a useful book uh, by a guy called Martin Goldsmith called Get a Grip on Mission. Okay. There's a fascinating little story that he tells in there about his, his wife, uh, his wife's family, Elizabeth. She she's from a missionary family, um, and he reminds us that uh, looking back four hundred years, the, the, the first, some of the first missionaries to go out to to Japan, for instance, they would take two years to get there. A lot of them would die on the way. Uh, Elizabeth's great grandfather went as a missionary to India, and he said it took him only four months only four only months, four months <laughs> to get yeah. there. Her father went as a missionary to China and it took him many weeks to get there. He was amazed when Martin and Elizabeth went out to, as missionaries to Singapore in, in uh, 1960, and they took only three weeks only to get to Singapore. Weeks, yeah. But now, of course, we go all over the world in a very short time. Complete transformation, mm-hmm. both of those things. The, the church everywhere and, and travel and communication. So I can see how those two things completely
0: change the possibilities for mission. Uh, but I'm not quite sure you've you've quite answered the question that I, that, uh, I wanted to get to, which is yep. how, how then do churches do mission? How do we make that? How does that enable mission to be no longer at arm's length but personal, as you've mentioned? Too? Well,
1: I think local churches need to be actively and directly engaged in mission themselves. And they can do that by uh, establishing partnerships with other churches uh, uh, around Around the world, do you want to give us an example? what would that look like sure. in practice? Maybe you could tell us what you do here? At, uh, yeah I mean We, have, we just... have one example. Uh, we have a partnership with a, a rural Kenyan village called Buri, mm-hmm. uh, which, is, which is about two hours north of Nairobi, just on the southern slopes of, of uh, Mount Kenya, really a beautiful part of the world, mm-hmm. and we 've had a partnership with that little rural church for um, in fact, next year it 's 25 years since, since that's mm-hmm. been going on started just with personal contact, and we've been very regularly, you know, probably most years mm. since then, uh, people from here have gone over there, people from there have come over to here, and obviously we do have more money than them, so we can share that with them, mm. um, and uh, so we've helped them to, to, last year, we've helped them to build a new primary mm. school, as well as the, the church building and so on, all, all sorts of things, mm. uh, but also we've sent mission teams out to get involved in wish, mission with them, mm. Um, and uh, but we also received back mm. from them so an I wanted enormous to ask amount you about
0: that how what effect has that had on the congregation at
1: Jesmond how, how has that changed well i think i think it has quite a i think it has quite a profound effect actually it's tremendously encouraging for us because uh, you know we're in a situation in the west where the church is used to decline the church is used to apathy mm. but the area where we where, where we go to there was no church there uh, uh, you know, eighty years ago, and now the churches, the churches everywhere. I'm, I met uh, the the wife of the very first evangelist who took the gospel into that area when she was over a hundred, just before she died. Amazing privilege that it transforms the way we see. We see, in a way, the whole of life. And 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 John, we're
0: we're running yeah. out of time. So I'm sorry, I'm going to have to <laughs> cut you okay. off.
1: But um, quite briefly, do you think um, you could talk?
0: If someone was in a church with no links, no prospect of getting a link, how would, you, how would you encourage them to move into a partnership like this?
1: Well, I think it's really important to be intentional about it, so you, they need to decide that that's what they want to do, and start mm-hmm. with one, just be focused, don't try and do too much at the time, yeah. and uh, remember that this is God's mission, mm-hmm. not ours, we're, we're going with Him, so the key thing is to, is to watch mm-hmm. and pray and, and look out for the personal contact that they right. can follow up. Okay,
0: thanks John, that's very helpful and thank you for watching. As you've heard, there are now great opportunities than ever to do world mission. I hope today's discussion gets you going. Do join us next time on Clayton Today. Goodbye.